0: Hello Scumbags, welcome to episode number four of our podcast. My name is Sean, and I'm your host. On this episode, we're going to look forward to Smash Wrestling's June 3rd event in Toronto at the Phoenix with the Northern Tournament. We'll put Daniel Garcia in the Scumbags spotlight, and we'll look forward to the All-In event in Chicago along with StarCast. Then we'll take a trip over to WWE and talk about the highlights and lowlights of this past week and the build-up to money in the bank finally we'll end our show with some behind the scenes talk about the miz hulk hogan john cena nikki bella and a tribute to owen hart as this week marks 19 years since we lost owen thanks for joining us we'll be right back with our talk Hello, and yeah, um, welcome to the fourth episode of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. On the line, we got Nathan. How are you tonight, Nathan? Oh, I'm doing so so well there. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well myself. Haven't seen oh, I, you in, what, two hours? Has maybe it been? A
1: hour, four? Even four? a little bit four? Yeah, I think, like, just under four hours, bud. Can't get enough of you
0: apparently not yeah so maybe others will be joining us later on but uh yeah right now it's just the two of us and uh, we're going to shoot some uh wrestling so i love it yeah uh coming up there's a lot of independent wrestling going on in ontario and i guess of interest for us is smash wrestling absolutely can never get enough of the smash For sure. And, uh, on Sunday, June 3rd, they have actually two shows in the same night happening at the Phoenix in Toronto and they're doing the Northern, uh, tournament. Have you heard of it?
1: Uh, well, I think, uh, I, I don't know the card. I've definitely, uh, heard and, uh, understand that it's going to be a great show. Uh, Toronto, uh, well, it would be interesting to be at one of the smash shows that take place in the town that they're based
0: out of, you know. So uh, I would be
1: excited to check it out and see what the Toronto crowd has to bring.
0: Yeah, well, the other day, actually, we got an invite from uh, Sebastian Suave and a few others from uh, behind the scenes inviting us to uh, make a trip down the road to check them out.
1: Well, you know,
0: when it comes to
1: the scumbags, nobody quite brings the uh, the high energy that scumbags do at a at a live event, either, uh, either whether it's an independent show or the uh, uh, a house show of a major corporate wrestling corporation. Yeah, we bring the fun, the flame, and the high energy at all times.
0: For sure. And I'm hoping if uh, we do make that trip, that I'll be able to uh, do some more uh, highlighting of it and come back with the report and we can uh, put together maybe even a special show dedicated to the Northern uh, and a shout out to smash. Um, I actually have the card in front of me so we can uh, look at it and see what uh, to expect. Let's, see. Well, let's go down. Yeah. On the first show, it starts at uh, 4 o'clock, and they're doing the eight matches in the first round mm-hmm. of the uh, tournament. So there's Joe Hendry versus right. Kevin Bennett, who we just recently saw on SmackDown. Right. There's an intergender match of Jordan Grace versus Joey Janela. Andrew Everett takes on Kevin Blackwood. Sebastian Suave takes on uh, Jason Cade. Brent Banks takes on John Greed. Another intergender match has Kimberly versus Wheeler uh, Yuda. Tyson Dukes faces Joy Mercury, formerly of WWE. We'd like to apologize for technical difficulties we're experiencing. We'll get Nathan back as soon as we can. In the meantime, have you ever wondered how to get your very own Scumbags Wrestling t-shirt? Well, don't look any further than our very own website. You can click on the link at the bottom right-hand corner of our webpage at scumbags.ca, and that'll take you to Twisted Tees. For just $25 plus shipping and handling, our friend Daryl over at Twisted Tees will print you your very own Scumbags Wrestling t-shirt. We currently have two great designs available, the original logo, which is parody of the Superstars of Wrestling, or our updated logo, which is a tribute to the Raw 25th Anniversary Raw War logo. And very soon you'll be able to also obtain your own Scumbags of Wrestling podcast logo based off the original Survivor Series uh, theme. So don't hesitate. Just click on our link and f- get your own scumbags wrestling t-shirt. Thanks to Twisted Tees. After that uh, brief technical difficulty, don't know what all happened, but we lost you, Nathan.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. It was, it was going, and then it stopped.
0: Yeah, but I'm glad it's going again. Exactly. So we're uh, back. We're. Uh, talking down the first round of the Northern from uh, Smash Wrestling. I think we got up to Tyson on Joy Mercury, formerly WWE superstar uh, with Eminem and uh, one of Triple H's henchmen from the uh, Authority. And the final match in the first round has Matt Riddle versus Mia Yim, and she was part of the uh, May Young Classic last year. Cool.
1: Well, and uh, a lot of really well known, uh, well known, and uh, uh, you know, in the WWE.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a good mix of uh, people in there, uh, mixing the one, the regular Smash uh, talent that we're familiar with, and then throwing in some extra. Uh, talent from around the independent circuit and so they'll battle out in the first round and then the second show later on that night at 7 30 we'll see the uh, four semi-final matches with all the winners from earlier in the day and those four winners will advance to a fatal four-way to declare the winner of the northern champion And then other uh, matches that are going to be on the card, which maybe you can get some feedback on, is uh, Tarek taking on Anthony Kingdom James, affectionately known by fans as Uncle Phil. The well-oiled machines defend their tag team titles against Super Smash Brothers. And in an odd main event, the Beast King Frankie TM defends the title Against one of malice's members, Vanessa Craven, in a mixed uh intergender match, your thoughts yeah. on the other card for the uh second half
1: well I mean uh just you know Tarek certainly one of those uh uh up and coming uh smash uh superstars who's uh Definitely familiar and uh, sort of, I, I would certainly say, going over in various ways with the crowd. The uh, top notch in a Toronto crowd. Um, I'm of both the well-oiled machines and the uh, brothers. Uh, so really, I mean, either, either of those teams, uh, tag teams, would... Uh, you know, in my opinion, anyway, uh, I'd be happy to see either of them. I think I do appreciate the the uh, um, the showmanship of the well-oiled machines. So maybe they have a little bit more of an edge because uh, you know, like they're a great personality, but also uh, great talent, uh, both uh, wrestling as well as uh, putting on a good show. Yeah, uh, I'd have to agree wrestling. with that one.
0: uh, I think this uh, also stems from the last time they were in Toronto at the Phoenix. I think the uh, Smash Brothers uh, laid a beat down to the Royal Machine, so uh, it'll be interesting to see if that's true. uh, What kind of mood the uh, champions are going to be like, if they're going to be in uh, the joking fashion that we like from uh, Psycho uh, Mike, or if they're going to be all business to get revenge on the smash brothers
1: well and you know uh both uh psycho mike and uh oh, shoot forget Pepper his Perks. name now yeah um as well as uh yeah you know i mean it's just it's, with the well-oiled machines you'd probably see a good combination of uh Anger, entertainment, Uh, they may just, like, it'll be a good match, but I agree, was it going to go down? Uh, Brothers, of course, they're just going to smash, right? But uh, it can, I don't, yeah,
0: I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be exciting to check out, though. Yep. Uh, going back to the Tarek versus uh Kingdom match, uh we're used to seeing uh, Kingdom just be the mouthpiece and uh run interference for Sebastian Suave. This'll be probably my first time uh seeing him actually in a match. Your thoughts on seeing Uncle Phil wrestle?
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean that it, I, I do, i'm i would be very curious to see uh, what he does i believe that um, he's a great heel manager he's great at interfering in the in the uh in the matches from what we've seen in the the local shows Uh, is slightly less forgiving. Uh, so I think he has what it takes to put on a good show. Um, it'll definitely be entertaining. Uh, it'll probably be a squash. If not, it's going to be very short regardless if he gets a few decent, you know, if, if there's.
0: Yeah. So Tarek will probably do a lot of punch, kick and chop on, uh, Kingdom and come up with a, vi- a victory. Oh yeah. Then the main event has uh, the Beast King defending against uh, Vanessa Craven, and she's the one who actually uh, helped him win the title uh, from Tyson Dukes. Yeah.
1: Um, so I don't know. I mean, it, you know there's a lot of scores to settle and there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> there's just a lot of stuff that uh, that we'll have to see. And I mean, you know, it's just, uh, I mean, I'm looking at some of this stuff right now and um, what the, you know, just the card and everything and gosh, there's, there, it's, it's going to be a great, Great man,
0: is there anybody who stands out to you of the uh 16 uh competitors from the uh tournament that could come out as the uh winner? Well, if Uncle Phil beats Tarek, I mean,
1: that would be an interesting angle. Um, but you know, actually, yeah, I would say <laughs> I think maybe I would like to see Kingdom.
0: Well, it's actually, that's for not part reason. of the uh, tournament. That's uh, in between oh, okay. matches. Oh. So you have uh, people like Joe Hendry, Kevin uh, Bennett, Kevin Blackwood, Andrew Everett, Joey Janella, Sebastian Suave, Jason Cade, uh, Jordan Grace, Kimberly. Tyson Dukes, Joey Mercury, Matt Riddle, Mia Yim, John Greed, Brent Banks. Anybody stand out?
1: That would be a great match.
0: Yeah, for sure. And Fatal 4-Way, to finish it all off, could be very high uh, energy and hitting if they uh, can still come out of their other two matches uh, unscathed. Yeah.
1: Um, Who uh, you know and so um, Brent Banks personally Sorry I didn't catch that. John John Green, I was just saying, I I hope uh, I would prefer to see John
0: Green take out banks. Oh. He- be uh, interesting to watch Hey scumbags why join us on the road we're going to Dresden Ontario on June 16th as the stars of smash wrestling make an appearance presented by the Dresden Junior Kings and 99.1 FMCKXS your music variety all right, sign for this card. are Super K versus Ricky James, Eden Prince versus Brent Banks versus Tyson Dukes. And for the tag team titles, Well Oiled Machines take on Kill Screen. The endorsement Sebastian Suave demanded quality opponent for, and the management has done just that. As Cody Deaner will be stepping up and answering the challenge. The Scumbags will have their very own VIP section. You can join us for just $20. We still have five tickets left in our section. You can contact us through our Facebook page or on Twitter at Scumbags Canada. Let's make this a fun night and support the Dresden Junior Kings. June 16th in Dresden, Ontario. That seems to be oh. one of those nights where we're having a little bit of technical difficulty. Um, You're starting to break up when we were talking about uh, who you thought would come out as the winner of the Northern. And we were talking about uh, John Greed and Brent Banks.
1: Yeah, so... Um... Well, let's go all the way back. Yeah. Well, yeah, so... I don't, I would like to win the champ, the, the actual tournament. I really don't know. I did, uh, to maybe win by a. Uh, Do you
0: see any of the ladies making it to the final four? There's Kimberly, Mia Yim, or Jordan Gray. Yeah, so i wondering if you thought any of the ladies would uh, come out of uh, the first or second round and make it to the final I kept four. On ta- I, I kept on
1: talking and didn't even realize it wasn't working anymore. Uh, so I would have to say uh, – I think uh, Kimberly would be my my number one. Be or email wise would be
0: Jordine Grace. Okay, interesting. I probably I was leaning towards Mia that. Yim of the uh, three ladies to come out of it. And for the yeah. guys, I don't know. I'm leaning towards possibly uh, Blackwood uh, taking it. He's been rather impressive, and he's going coming up eventually within the next week or two, as our uh, Scumbag Spotlight. But Mm -hmm. the gentleman that I'm surprised is not in this tournament as well. is, actually this week's Scumbag Spotlight, and that's uh, Red Death Daniel Garcia. Yeah. He's uh, 19 years old from Buffalo and been trained by uh, Pepper Parks, along with Kevin Blackwood, Puff, Tank, and Kevin Bennett. What are your thoughts on... uh... He's...
1: um, Does, you know, I would say he's very clearly a bad thing either for him at this point. Uh, he could very well be there to run interference. You know, who knows, right? Like he could make a. He could be. It could be one of those uh, Jericho situations where he's in the he's in the audience and attacks somebody. You know, um, but I think it's okay that he's not on the card. I I would love to see if he is uh, if he's there uh, for any purpose. But if we have to wait a little bit longer. You know in a tournament or 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 on a some whatever sort you know I don't mind waiting because I really enjoy watching him uh wrestle and uh can't wait to see I mean for a 19 year old kid again we've talked about it before uh he's got you know if he keeps going the way he's going and he builds and grows and uh you know he's he's got a good uh, thing uh... coming from eventually for Uh... sure
0: he definitely could be that question mark if he gets any interference. Uh, One of the last times they were in Toronto, him and Blackwood actually uh, tore down the house and if there's anything residual, he might be around to uh, either help or hinder Blackwood from advancing. But yeah, I think he has a really bright future. I actually first saw him uh, during the Comic-Con and he came in with a huge attitude through his jacket and just happened to catch it, but it was just like, okay, weird. Um, but, yeah, every time I've seen him, he gives like 100% and takes a huge beating, even from the last time we saw him here in London against uh, Sebastian Suave in a losing effort. But he doesn't give up. No.
1: And even just the way, like, he, he, uh, his facial expressions, you know, he just, uh, he carries it in a really good way. And you can tell he's hungry, eh? Like, you can totally tell, uh, for him, like, it's, you know, like, he, I, I and this is coming from, uh, it's independent or professional. I see him hungry, you know, and I see that, uh, that drive just in his face. And it could be the youth. It could be the uh, new to the game energy. He's got a lot to to chew on, you know, so to speak. But uh, he 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 definitely stands out a little bit more. Uh, and he's not even like at this point, he you know, like he's not a ripped guy. He's he's in great shape, but he's not one of the big guys. You yeah, know? he still has
0: plenty of room so to grow. It,
1: it, it, totally. And and nobody really knows yet. I mean, he could he's one of those uh just from the few matches we've seen he could make a great heel he could be a good face he could go back and forth um so i think there i mean if i was uh you know in a creative position he's one of those guys that you can really test the waters in a lot of different ways and really explore what works what doesn't who he works well with what he can do so um Again, yeah, him not being on this Toronto card just kind of makes me more excited to see what's going to happen with him next, you know?
0: Yeah, he came uh, from actually a hockey background. I saw on his uh, Facebook page, and somewhere along the line, he uh, went for it and got training from Pepper Parks and is making great friends uh, that we see coming to the Ontario area. And. Just as you were saying, his size and youth could be done as a great way of making him a underdog and see if he can rise up and eventually, yeah turn heel and show people what he has on that side. The way I see it is uh...
1: <laughs> I think that uh, Owen Hart was one of those guys who, uh, he was even better as a heel, in my opinion. You know, he was one of the, and I guess maybe touching on the fact 20 years, uh, <clears throat> just this past week of his passing, may he rest in peace. But um, guys were in the beginning, well, you know, early 90s, you know, high energy uh, and all that, you know, he was a great face but when he became heel and going after his brother and that whole storyline, I mean, I could, I just, I see Kevin or uh, Daniel Garcia in, in a way that uh, they could do, you know, he, uh, he, he can do it probably like that, you know, or I guess maybe I'm the vision yeah, I yeah, have I in can my head. see what you're going on. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm excited. And if he, if he messes around a bit at the Toronto show, that'll just get me
0: even more pumped to see him next time. You know? Awesome. So, yeah, moving on to uh, more independent uh, beyond our Ontario and Canadian borders is the uh, All In uh, Chicago show presented by Cody Rhodes and uh, the Young Bucks. And it's happening September 1st at the Sears Center. I know a number number of uh, scumbags, including uh, Jake, have uh, tickets uh, for this show, and most of them were sold to actual fans instead of uh, the secondary market, and it went under 30 minutes. The event's going to feature also Steve ML from uh, Arrow, Kenny Omega, Okada, Diona Perezzo, uh, uh, Tessa Blanchard, Jay Lethal, Marty Scurll, Chelsea Green, and Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you going to be a part of that trip with uh, Jake? And if so, what are your thoughts on uh, seeing this?
1: <clears throat> I'm uh, not 100% sure what my uh, plan is with that. I've, I've, not, uh, I've not been formally invited to anything. I don't like inviting myself into anything. Uh, I like, I like to feel like people want me around. And and so like, ultimately, uh, I hope to go, uh, I hope you get to go. I hope as many of us scumbags get to go as possible. And, uh, if, uh, if I go, uh, personally, I would be excited to check out, uh, um, like look at this, man. It's like. To be honest, I mean, yeah, these are all great wrestlers, but you know what? They're smash wrestler caliber. Like s- smash wrestlers, wrestling re- uh, dudes and women.
0: Should yeah, it's be definitely like the who's team, who you know? of the major independent uh, players uh, on the circuit. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm certainly
1: excited to see uh, Kenny Omega, I would say. You know, Canadian boy from Winnipeg, Manitoba many consider to be right now the best at what, you know, in, in the business for what he does. Um, uh, I'm extremely excited, uh, regardless of seeing it in person or on TV, Ray Mysterio, uh, one of the few guys who, uh, um, (laughs) like, what is he two and a half feet tall taking on the, uh, like the world, like winning, uh, the uh, the World Heavyweight Championship belt or whatever in the WWE yeah. or, you know... Uh,
0: Even Angle so made fun he, of his size, calling him like a 12-year-old boy when they uh, fought each other at uh, SummerSlam in his debut. Yeah. So, there, yeah, for sure. Um, Cody Rhodes, I'm excited to see
1: him wrestle as his persona, like he, the way he is now, the American Nightmare. I think it's... um a very it must be every match every appearance for him now even more so than stardust stardust was cool for sure uh it was a wacky it was a throwback uh you know it was great to see characters like that wrestling again you know um but uh his whole american nightmare uh it must be an emotional time for him every single time he uh is the american nightmare because uh from my perspective and it I could be wrong, and forgive me if I sound like uh, uh, a mark. But uh, it's all in, not not you know like dedicated or in honor uh, of of his father. Uh, and I think the American Nightmare is the perfect like. It, how could you come up with a better uh, a better name? I'm sure Dusty is or Dustin is uh, kicking himself in the arse, you know, right now. But Cody Rhodes fits it perfectly, and he plays it like
0: really good. Yeah, for sure. And I think almost in a way, uh, it's Cody has upped his game since leaving the WWE and whether he was released by the company or he asked for his release, uh, he was frustrated with the lack of push for Stardust. He wanted to do more. And I guess he was pigeonholed as a mid-carder. And since leaving, he's had this great push to prove to the world that he deserves a bigger spot than what he was given in WWE. The passing of his father, he has a tattoo on his chest that says dream. So he's always honoring his dad. And if he learned half as much as what Dusty gave to the wrestling world, this uh, all-in card is going to be totally amazing. Like It was spawned by Dave Meltzer saying that Ring of Honor couldn't sell out. Well, Cody took that as a challenge, and aside from Ring of Honor, him and the Bucks actually are fronting this show themselves and promoting yep. it. It's all in, man. It's their own re- – it's, it's, it's
1: 1985, man. And, you know, at the, at the Madison Square Garden, Vince McMahon – you know, he went all in. If he if WrestleMania flopped, WWF would have fight, friggin sunk down right with it. You oh, know? Exactly. Uh, and it's the it's what we're seeing here, and like, I think we touched on it in a previous podcast. But this could be the WrestleMania of the Indies. It could very well surpass even WrestleMania. Well, I shouldn't say, but but capture. Uh, the spirit of, of what the first WrestleMania was, you know, um, you know, because I mean, Madison Square Garden's a, a bigger venue, obviously, but uh, um, you know, just the whole idea of it. And I, this is extra special. WWF has been on the top of its game for forever, you know, and we're seeing something for the first time since WCW where more people are talking about this right now than the WWF.
0: Yeah, and actually this is the first show since WCW closed its doors that has sold more than 10,000 seats that isn't WWE.
1: There hasn't been anybody
0: on the independent circuit, whether you're talking about TNA or uh, Ring of Honor, uh, who's been able to sell that to that capacity. No, it's true. And probably Cody's kicking himself in a way uh, not going for even bigger than a 10,000-seat t- arena. But there's been speculation, as you kind of alluded to earlier, that whether you're sitting in the arena, you'd love to see it t- on TV. And Cody's been quoted as saying that he's uh, going to do his best uh, to give people who couldn't get tickets an opportunity to see it. That's great. So there could and be again, a chance that they're going to stream it and uh, make even more money.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Pay per view. UFC is doing great with the pay per view still, and uh, you know, this this whole uh, uh, is it the NWA NWO? No,
0: the NWA is going to be a part Wrestling of it. One. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, it's just a, it's just a cool, it's a cool time, and I, I was gonna say, uh, hopefully, I mean, I guarantee you most of the WWE aren't surprised, and I'm sure even Vince McMahon is probably supportive of it too in his own way as a, as a, as a, as a promoter. Um, but it should serve as a bit of a wake up call too that, uh, you know people are this is a message uh that uh the demand for independent wrestling is uh equally as loud as the we although choose to continue watching the WWE we watch it almost more to complain about it than anything else and you got to wonder is that why Vince McMahon, like Vince McMahon is and his creative team is like, well, they love complaining about it, so let's just keep giving them things to complain about because they're going to keep watching it anyway, where we have this mindset, like now we have the alternative, uh, but we're still going to watch stuff to complain about. You know? oh, yeah. So it's, it's an interesting balance now, and hopefully Vince McMahon can, can figure out a way to up his game so that we're watching quality wrestling, not quality entertainment.
0: And that's the thing I that's know, been missing since WCW know. went under Like when WCW was giving competition Vince felt the need to actually put an effort forward and now there's no competition this could end up sparking something and you know wrestling has always been secular and you have your ebbs and flows of popularity and down time and we're in a meh period, but this could spark the next revolution in wrestling.
1: Yeah, well, let's hope so. And, uh, um, you know, and it would certainly, i would, it would make up for the ridiculous notion that there is a women's revolution in the WWE or a blank revolution in WWE. I mean, it's you, there's no revolution within a company you know, that that continues to have the same people so uh uh this is uh this is just going to be wonderful to witness i think uh and uh if we uh if we are able to go or if we're able to watch it out in the comfort of our own home uh it's a it's going to be a wonderful event to check out uh and i think starcast is going to be a wonderful event to check out too. you know
0: yeah that's what i was just about to bring up because just before uh the all-in show during that weekend, Conrad Thompson has put together a StarCast for their first ever uh, convention of podcasts. And if you look at the list of all the activities going on, it's actually an impressive show. And it's supposed to have the top eight podcasters, uh, whether it's through MLW Radio or Westwood One and stuff like that, being a part of it. And some of the people that are there are Eric Bischoff with his 83 Weeks uh, podcast, Tony Schiavone, What Happened When Mondays, and, of course, Bruce Pritchard with Something to Wrestle With. And those are all uh, shows that Conrad is a part of. And some of the events include Marty Skrull doing a karaoke night on the first night. There's going to be the all-in weigh-ins, so they're going to do the same thing as what, say, a UFC does, but the night before uh, all-in. There's going to be a retrospective of war games with J.J. Dillon, Tully Blanchard, Lex Luger, and Road Warrior Animal. The roast of Bruce Pritchard and a DDP yoga workshop. Oh, wow. So yeah, it seems cool. like a really stacked weekend of your favorite podcasts.
1: Yeah. And uh, also um, cheap prices too, like 20 bucks to get in for just uh, the day. You know, that's not too bad at all.
0: Yeah. I heard the uh, silver and bronze are almost all sold out, but they might be adding more. The hotel, has asked if they want more space. And, yeah, they're just going to uh, probably make the, blow this one up as big as possible. And I guess it kind of helps that Pro Wrestling Tees has their booth there and have CM Punk, Chicago's own, going to make an appearance there and do a uh, QA and a in a special setting that already sold out tickets twice over.
1: My goodness say. Eh? That's crazy. Terry Funk's gonna be there. Yeah. You're gonna have you're gonna have the friggin' click, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and X Pac. I mean, what the heck, man? Christian. It's awesome. Yeah, Conan, Jeff Jarrett, Double J. Lex Luger's gonna be there.
0: Yeah, With even Holly like Culkin. Jeff Jarrett and uh Bruce Pritchard are going to do their own karaoke night the, on the second night. Man, oh man. Like it, it's, yeah, it's so, so stacked, and stacked and who knows.
1: The king, Billy Gunn. <laughs> can't Did... even believe it. Colt Cabana will be there. He remember uh speaking of Colt Cabana and Smash Wrestling. That time he was wrestling uh oh, Frig. I can't remember who his opponent was. But he kept on rolling back and forth, kept sitting on me, crying out loud. And uh, I usually like to get a couple days, uh, three tops out of the clothes, like per week, you know, without washing. But holy smokes,
0: that not sweaty that son guy. of a
1: gun, that guy, I had, to sh- I had to put my clothes in laundry immediately. I'm probably talking too loud. I've got to be careful. I haven't gotten any warnings yet, but if I'm too loud, <laughs> I usually get a knock. Sean Mooney's going to be there. That's pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, because he it's has a, a podcast huge, on uh, Primetime with Sean Mooney based off Prime uh, Primetime Wrestling on MLW yeah. Radio as well.
1: He's, he's one of my favorites. I mean, he's, uh, for me, uh, one of the like most uh, common faces uh, on the WWF when I was uh, growing up.
0: Yeah, I think um, this week so he actually I'm has Demolition on his show. Well, that's exciting. Without Crush. Yeah, of course. Unless he, they did a seance to bring him in. Yeah, well, and I'm looking
1: at Ron Simmons, you know, as you're talking about that. So who knows? He was part of the uh, the the evil uh, Watch there at one point with uh, JBL, the APA, right? Hurricane Helms. Shane Douglas. Wow. The list, like, I'm it just goes on and on and on.
0: And with the all thing. them there, there's a potential they're going to show up at the arena for all in. And probably everybody's uh, hoping that Punk is going to be one of them. Yeah. No, By that time, his UFC fight uh, will be done and he'll go back into obscurity. I guess unless uh this is what brings him out of re- uh pro wrestling retirement. Yeah.
1: It's possible. Brutus Barber beefcake's gonna be there, bud. Maybe uh no, maybe not. Never mind. In fact I won't be there. But uh yeah, it's gonna be a fun like so. at least gets you. I mean, if you want to be sneaky PD, you can just uh, pay the 20 bucks and sneak some photos of them signing other people's stuff if you really wanted to. But otherwise, you know, you could uh, clean up with the meet and greets.
0: Yeah, definitely going to have to uh, have your pockets uh, full if uh, you end up going there and want everybody's autograph.
1: Yeah, the only person they're missing is Donald Trump, you know. If he made an appearance, wow. Well I'm all Yeah, he can't well half of these guys be at this all in our, our star cast anyway, are uh but good times. Yeah. Yeah. If I if I get to go I, I would be uh, I would not uh take that uh StarCast for granted for sure I would definitely check
0: that out yeah I'm just hoping that uh, even if I don't end up uh, getting to see that that they kind of record their shows and put them out for everybody to hear and just I'd be totally spending a whole week just listening to all those podcasts and catching up That concludes our uh, talk on the independence right now with Smash Wrestling and this year Ontario Independent Wrestling calendar brought to you by RockinCon June eighth to tenth in London Ontario Canada. On May twenty fifth, Great North Wrestling returns to Pembroke with tickets just two dollars for children under sixteen and five dollars for adults, featuring WWE Hall of Famer Tony Atlas versus The Prodigy. Nathan Banner. The Canadian Heavyweight Champion, pierre Karl Ulet defends against Hannibal the Death Dealer. And Lady Yasmin defends the GNW, Women's Champion of Canada, against Toronto's Jesse Mack. On May 26th, Northland Wrestling presents Malice in North Bay. King of the North Champion, Lionel Knight defends against Carter Mason. Scotty the Body takes on Jake O'Reilly, Shane Sabre vs. Sam Osborne, Cadman Turner vs. Nick Watts, and a special appearance by Tyson Dukes. On May 27th, Alpha One Wrestling comes to Hamilton, featuring the Space Pirates, Western Med Connection, Kobe Durst, and WWE legend Gangrel. And ending the month of May on May 31st, Creektown Wrestling presents Thursday Night Wrestling at Legend Sports Lounge in Toronto, five matches for $10, and only a 100 tickets are available. The month of June is stacked with plenty of wrestling for you to enjoy. Just look anywhere around Ontario and you're bound to find yourself a show. Starting the month off on June 1st, Deadlift Distinguished Gentlemen present House of Hardcore in Napanee, Ontario, featuring Tommy Dreamer and all the stars of House of Hardcore. Also on June 1st and June 2nd, Border City Wrestling will be hosting a Impact Wrestling Tapings. June 2nd, Barry Wrestling presents Golden Glory 3, featuring Carter Mason versus Brent Banks, Jim Nye and Puff versus Kevin Blackwood and Daniel Garcia. If you're in the Ottawa area, on June 2nd, Acclaim Pro Wrestling presents Superstar Challenge at 7.30pm, featuring APW Champion Shitty Dash Bison, Big Magic, and... Scrapper James Stone. And if you're in the GTA area on June 3rd, you have two options. You can go to Destiny Wrestling as they record Impact Wrestling's one night only show featuring Austin Aries vs. Rich Swan. If you want a whole afternoon of wrestling, you can go to Smash Wrestling as they present the Northern at the Phoenix. Two shows, one night. Round one features Joe Henry vs. Kevin Bennett, Tyson Dukes vs. Joey Mercury. Brent Banks versus John Greed, and Matt Riddle versus Mia Yim.
1: Hey everybody, it's me, Dee Snyder. Yeah, you know me from Twisted Sister, House of Hair, Radio, A uh, uh, Strange Land, Celebrity Apprentice. My God, what don't I do? Well, I know what I am doing. I'm coming to Rockin' Con in London, Canada on June 9th to 10th to kick your ass along with my friends Peter Chris, Lita Ford, and many more at this year's Rockin' Con. This is part convention, part concert, and all rock. I'm going to be there. You better be there.
0: D's getting ready for to party with his pals Lita Ford, Danko Jones and Kiss legend Peter Crisp and many more. Just added to this rocking weekend is the Almighty Gwar bringing, it, bringing total destruction to RockinCon. All four members will be on hand to sign autographs and meet with fans. There will be an air guitar challenge presented by London's Best Rock FM 96 and it will wrap up with the Night of Legends concert. Are you coming to the party? Don't be left out. Tickets are moving fast. Get yours today. Okay, and we're back with the fourth episode of Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. We're going to move on to the WWE uh, news and uh, look around what happened this past while and lead up to Money in the Bank. Welcome back, Nathan. So did you catch anything of WWE this week? Uh yeah, no, problem. My um, So some of it wasn't the best, and we can start off with the worst of it being uh, Bobby Lashley and Sammy Zayn and wondering what the heck this was. We had Sammy Zayn bring out the Lashley sisters, yeah, we- which were clearly three men in drag and Lashley cl- coming out laughing about it and then beating up the guys. Did you catch that segment?
1: No, but it sounds. Uh, I mean, what 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 audience are they catering to with that bit? My question would be that. Uh, why would? Uh, what's the purpose of? Sami Zayn, I mean, is there heat between the him and the Lashley sisters previously that he would just begin to decide to bring three men dressed like them out, to, and and then for them to get their butts kicked by the Latin by? Oh, um, well,
0: the sisters weren't there. They were, were three men dressed for to pretend to be style of Lashley sisters.
1: Bobby. Did. Yeah, but then who came out to beat them all up?
0: For, on a with a one uh, situation. Bobby Rude. And instead of being found really pissed off that you know uh, you're making fun of my family, you're making fun of me. He was smiling and shaking hands all his way down, and two of the guys pretended to be women with doing the high pitched voice. And Sami Zayn, I think, was regarding the whole thing the moment he picked up the microphone to do this.
1: I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, so yeah. What's the end game of this uh, of this uh, <coughs> beef? Uh, is it a Money in the Bank match? Is it a uh, uh, it, it, yeah, I think the closest it's, we I don't get know. is like
0: you
1: know, a pre-show. Yeah, yeah. And San they moved Day. him away
0: from Kevin Owens. It looks like yeah. by putting him in with Lashley, and really, he Lashley hasn't done anything to impress me since returning after WrestleMania, and it's only been a few weeks. Yeah. So, other things. Adam. Oh, sorry. We're-
1: There's so little. Yeah. Pardon? Yeah. What was that? Hello? Yeah. No. No. I. I don't. Uh, I don't. I was. I think I was gonna say that uh, not a whole lot. Period has happened in the WWE since. uh
0: Yeah, Uh, though the build-up for uh, the Money in the Bank, I guess, has been half decent with uh, the qualifying matches. Uh, Currently, for the men, there's uh, Finn Balor, Braun Strowman, The Miz, Rusev, Kevin Owens, one of the three members of New Day, Bobby Roode, and the winner of next week's match on SmackDown of Dana Bryan- and Samoa Joe. So I guess, who would you like to see out of Samoa Joe and Daniel Bryan?
1: Well, it's interesting that they've played this out longer than we expected them to. Uh, So I'll give them props for that. Um, You know, and I, I, I think still I would go with mm, Braun or The Miz or Brusev. I hope Brusev wins. I think that would be great. Because he's also kind of Russian. So that's funny.
0: Uh, sometimes you need the money in the bank to jumpstart something that wasn't there before. And there's some guys in this match that really don't even need the briefcase. Like as much as a briefcase with Kevin oh. Owens would be fun. I think even above the briefcase. So I I don't know if yeah. it means uh, yeah. somebody from New Day ends up uh, with it and getting a push that way. Bobby Roode could get it and turn heel. Because right now, his face run has not been anything more than a theme song.
1: It's so ridiculous.
0: And the theme song is so
1: bad. That's not a fucking wrestling. Sorry. That's not a darn wrestling theme song. You don't have lyrics like that. It's so
0: stupid. And that song was actually good before Bobby took it.
1: Yeah, so there you go. And and even and sh- you know, Shinsuke's is kind of cool, but the people make it stupid with their oh, you know, their Atlanta Braves style, oh you know, I mean it's ridiculous. Just let the music play, you know. And uh like because his entrances are I mean, they're kind of ridiculous, but they're on the same path. Same style in a different way, but a same sort of homage to uh, Undertaker, you know, because he's probably got the most famous entrance to the ring of all time. Uh, And so I would say Shinsuke is like uh, definitely takes that long dancing, stretching, Michael Jackson, homoerotic pelvic thrusting sliding all over the ropes like a lizard-style entrance. It's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, and they, nobody else cool. really is getting sung along to and people into it. while well, Sami Zayn was, but they're all now both heels. So even as his faces, there's nobody really getting sung to. John Cena gets sung to, but they're insulting him during his song.
1: Yeah, and again, like... I suppose when you're in the business long enough and they do that long enough, it's just part of the show. It's part of the, you know, they'll always be, uh, the, the catered to audience for some of those wrestlers, whatever makes money, man, that's the way she goes, right? That's the,
0: well, that's speaking of both ridiculous. Shinsuke and uh, at the moment, he's uh, got to choose his uh, stipulation for their match against AJ, and it's going to be not a pillow fight, as he teased earlier in their promo, but it's going to be a last man standing fight. Well,
1: that's kind of cool. That uh, at least gives them room to make it a good match. If it's, you know, like the way I see it, the only way you're going to get a good match out of them is if you do a one hour match, do a do like, if there are two guys right now who could carry a good match for an hour, give it to those two guys and do it just like it used to be done. I mean, I don't remember when the last uh, one hour, you know, match was, but it was always cool to watch that stuff.
0: Yeah, it's been a long while for that. They claimed at WrestleMania that there was going to be a dream match and everybody wanted it, but all their matches, except for even the last week's match, have been kind of meh, and they haven't hit that second gear. And I'm hoping, though, that at this show with the stipulation – that there won't be the whole ball shots going on and they'll actually go for it and do what everybody hoped for for WrestleMania.
1: I mean, I, I would like to think that they wouldn't be continuing this if they felt that uh, what they did at WrestleMania was their the peak of their talent and their ability. You know what I mean? So I hope that they're I hope that the they the two of them don't have anything to prove, but the company has to allow them the tool who's previously to put on a really good show and wrestle like super like superstars.
0: Yeah, for sure. Also yeah, on the card is the, the Good Brothers. Uh, Anderson and Gallows—they beat the Usos this past week on SmackDown to be number one contenders for the Bludgeon Brothers SmackDown uh, tag team titles.
1: Yeah, it's not good. the Bludgeon Brothers are going to just destroy them. I I will give that match ten minutes tops.
0: Yeah, especially if they want to uh, give credibility to them. Uh, it's it's sad that the Anderson and Gallows should be. Probably doing more than what they are, but at this moment they need to lose. I agree. Um, Jinder Mahal is going to go against Roman in probably the latest WWE move to let's get Roman cheered.
1: Yeah, what's going to happen is uh, they're going well. First, and foremost, so I just want to quickly touch back on the tag team. Uh, situation. And I just uh, remember hearing uh, or reading somewhere uh, that uh, they might even be attempting to phase out the the tag team championship, either the belt or even well, maybe not the division, but the belt or something. I could be wrong. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, it may have been like no disqualification. have been on my Twitter feed as Clickbait or something like that, so it could be something completely different, but it was it caught my eye. Uh, Jinder Mahal, I think, will win against Romans. They're gonna probably continue pushing the whole, uh, you know, everybody's out to get me, there's a conspiracy going on, I should have won that match, I don't know what the heck, you know, they're gonna pull like a Daniel Bryan situation, right? Or try and they're gonna fail. Uh, people are gonna love that uh, he's losing all the time. And maybe that's the point. Maybe they're going to do something with that. Maybe they're going to keep going for uh, and and give him a heel turn. And then he'll actually be able to work around <laughs> that so much more you know, than trying to be face.
0: Yeah, I think that's you know, what Derby's sort it. of waiting for because they kind of totally destroyed him with all his losses to Brock in such short little time. Meanwhile, the, it was... Almost written in stone that he was supposed to win, and then all of a sudden, Brock decides to stay, and nope. Roman, you're not getting belt, and you look like a fool.
1: Which, again, you know, like. Dana White and Vince McMahon, of course, Dana White put that little comment out a couple of days before WrestleMania saying, oh, yeah, Brock's coming back. We just don't know exactly when, which, of course, as soon as Brock, if his uh, ban from the sport already is over, it will be the one-off show, of course. WWE and UFC have been each other's buddies for a long time. You know, Dan Severn, Uh, you know, friggin'. What's his name Ken Shamrock? Yeah. Ken Shamrock? So to say that, uh, you know, there's not cross-promotion and they're both feeding off of each other in different ways. So, uh, But yeah, no, Roman... Uh, and the second that he becomes heel, they're going to cheer for him. And they're going to fuck with WWE all over again. But that's what the, they want the fans to cheer for him. So if he is a complete disrespectful piece of
0: shit. That's great. Yeah. So, and, and women are going to be to... represented on the card with their own uh, ladder match. Currently, uh, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Lana made it in this week. 99 Hertz, Naomi, and Amber Moon are the seven of eight that are in that, and there's going to be a gauntlet match this Monday for the uh, second chance raw women to get in the match. Any pick there? Well,
1: I can't remember. It looks like I'm pretty sure a few of the names that I'm, you know, I remember saying that the last time we did a podcast or the one that I was involved in, uh, we kind of Who would be in so I don't think Natalia wasn't the So it's cool that Natalia you know, and the only uh is on the card for the down my, uh, getting my names mixed up here. Uh, gosh. What's her name? Uh, maybe Nikki James. If she's not already down on the card somewhere that I'm just not paying attention to. I really don't know. I mean, Nikki James is the name that's coming to mind right now, but if you named off two or three other names, I would probably consider them as well. you there.
0: Hey Scumbags, let's join our favorite re- Redneck Cody Diener with his giver for charity efforts. We are doing a raffle for an autographed Raw Red Parody T-Shirt. This shirt was signed by the stars of Smash Wrestling during the No More Mr. Nice Sky event on April 29th in London, Ontario. Some of the names on this shirt include Cody Diener, Tyson Dukes, Brent Banks, The Well Oiled Machines, The Super Smash Brothers, Jody Threat, Vanessa Craven, Daniel Garcia, Kevin Blackwood, The Remix, Kevin Bennett, and many more. Tickets are just three for five dollars or ten for ten with a hundred percent of the proceeds being donated to the Rumball Camp for the Deaf. Let's give her for charity and join Cody Dinner. We're it. Hey, we're back with our final segment uh, just some uh, talk about WWE around the uh, ring and some of the things that have popped up on the internet uh, just of newsworthy uh, conversation so you got yes. uh, yeah you got Miz who seems to be the one that regardless of what show he's on they become the show and Is there a coincidence about that? Or is he been basically the most improved superstar?
1: Um, Pardon me. I would say uh, it's no, uh, I mean, he started in television before, you know, and he had this character created, I guess, even long before that. Maybe he was wrestling as The Miz even before he was on uh, the real world, you know. I'm not sure, but uh, he has the uh, previous experience of being on reality TV where he knows exactly uh, what's expected, what to do, how to do it. He has on screen camera or on screen experience uh, uh, in in some uh, great action movies, you know. as well as uh, a really f- great wrestler to watch. And he's been in the business for a hell of a long time, still young enough to continue for a long time yet, and still entertaining that uh, he is uh, one of the few wrestlers. Uh, I mean, maybe John Cena is another one. Uh, the Rock could be, you know, Dwayne Johnson, who can balance probably a, a, a wrestling career with a, uh, a movie career off and on.
0: Yeah, uh, he seems to be the go-to guy for WWE for doing the external uh, activity and still being able to do the wrestling and not be named John Cena and uh, yeah. yeah, he's like as you were just mentioning, he's going to be having Marine Six coming out soon. And that's going to have Becky Lynch and Shawn Michaels part of it. The last one had uh, yeah. Axel and uh, Dallas in it. Uh, coming up soon is going to be another reality show for him, this time with Maurice, his wife, and himself, The Miz and Mrs. And that's going to be happening after uh, SmackDown on the USA Network very soon. Who knows what we'll get here in Canada. And if it's mm-hmm. to be watched... And even speaking of that, good segue is the fact that is that more watchable? The In this case, it's going to be all the behind the scenes of his uh, movies, his uh, ring career, and also his marriage with Maurice and the birth of their child. Is that more interesting to watch than season three of Total Bellas? where we know that John Cena and Nikki got uh, engaged, got all this wedding planning going on, all for it to end with a, we broke up. And you find out less than a couple of weeks later that they're actually in real life back together or seem very close to being back together, if you believe things like People Magazine and other sources, which Uh is more appealing to you. Um, what
1: cool about the Miz is that he very much is the same character in the ring as he is on 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 television, and uh, um, it's obviously not a uh, a uh, far off exaggeration to who he is in real life. I would say, you know, uh. Just like Vince McMahon, you know, there was a slight character, uh, slight exaggeration of his character, but uh, that was Vince McMahon eh, to the extreme a bit, right? But uh, if you talk to boys in the business or people that work with him, that was kind of how he, could not maybe, obviously, not in every way, conducted business, but, uh, you know, he was the boss for a reason. The Miz, I think, uh, you know, is at a point in his career where, uh, and let's not forget that he was kicked out of the dressing room for a while. You know, like this attitude of his has gotten him in a lot of heat with a lot of people. That yeah, wasn't no. necessarily babe.
0: Yeah, he's a guy that always has a chip on his shoulder and is trying to prove he deserves to be there and not looked down upon. And he's not the useless talent that people perceive him to be.
1: Yeah. And uh, and I would say without a doubt, um, at least to the WWE universe, uh, he's he is a phenomenal asset to the business, uh, in the ring and outside of it. Um, his wife, uh, for, sh- for I guess you know, like uh, they definitely feed off of each other as a, sort of a heel couple, you know, yeah, and uh, and so. And she's Canadian for sure, you know, and that's that's pretty cool. So I hope that there's Canadian content in the show.
0: Yeah, and as I was mentioning, though, it seems like uh, it's going to be hopefully more reality-based than Total Bellas because right now it looks like John Cena, WWE, and Nikki Bella have played the media, have played the fans all for possibly a ra- uh, a rating and a- another season of them getting back together. But ratings for this uh, year, uh, this premiere of Total Bellas, actually were the worst ever, even though people were going to see all the stuff involving their engagement. But they blew the sort of ending before it happened.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's interesting, isn't it? I don't really understand certain aspects of the business, I guess, but uh, it, it, if, the, if it was to get them talking again, and, you know, I guess the only real interest is that, oh, if, you know, I guess it's like a Star Wars situation where we see episodes four, five, six, before one, two, and three. Oh. <laughs> the... We know the Titanic is going to sink at the end, but we want to see the story and
0: how oh, it gets there. We cared and see how That's it a, gets there instead of you know knowing yeah. everything. The,
1: the the only problem is is that it's it's John friggin Cena and Nikki yeah. Bella.
0: He's a know, robot, and she's appears to be ditzier than anything uh, yeah she's full of uh, yeah she's full of something you know I guess going from the top guy of John Cena to another top guy in the business was Hulk Hogan um, there's always rumor that he could be coming back to WDE and if so what could he do but then he also recently put out a tweet Uh, praising the Young Bucks and saying that he has connections in Japan and all this other stuff and that he really likes them. So is he trying to get back with Vince and use the Young Bucks and the All-In as a bargaining chip? Uh, Or is he praising the Young Bucks and Cody, trying to get an invitation to All-In? Is there a place in 2018 for Hulk Hogan?
1: I don't really know um, I, I guess like as a legend there is uh, you know but I mean I, what I don't know like that's just weird to me uh it's great like it's kind of cool in, in the in the idea of uh, you know promoting, the young bucks are all in, or or whatever it is, you know, if the speculation is there that he's he may show up at all in. Or if he's using it as a as a uh, hey, I'm gonna do business with these guys, but I'm still a free agent there, Vince. You know, just so you know. Uh but but I don't think Vince. Well, I mean, with the way WWE is written now, I don't see what purpose Hulk Hogan would serve in the WWE in Vince's WWE. Yeah. If it was Triple H, if it like I could see Hulk Hogan doing what uh, doing something in NXT.
0: Yeah, because he. But, I think at the most, if they did somehow let him in the door again, the most you could get out of him is either some uh, horrible talk show. Or him as a GM like Kurt Angle,
1: yeah. And I don't know. Nobody needs to see that anymore necessarily. Like it and, would be cooler to have. It would be cooler to have Hollywood Hogan in NXT as a manager. <laughs> you know that would yeah. be cool. It would then, not be cool at all WWE. You know at all
0: even still would it even work because we saw what happened with Mae Young or sorry not Mae Young Fabulous Moolah at Wrestlemania they were doing a Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal honorary thing and her uh, trophy was all made until people started revealing what she was really like and doing with the uh, women and all of a sudden the fans said no she doesn't deserve the honor and Snickers got involved and said no we're your sponsors, if she's involved or by name, we're out, and WD pulled the plug. What if somebody does that yeah. again and says, hey, look at all the crap that Hogan did, and a sponsor says, uh-uh, we're not doing this. Will they pull the yeah. plug again and say, thanks, Hogan, bye-bye, Terry?
1: Well, and and does, does Hogan financially need to be a part of the WWE? I'm not, I'm not sure a part, you know, so I mean, if he's, if he's being offered an opportunity to be a part of the, uh, uh, of the all in show, um, and, you know, maybe it's more on a passing the torch kind of a, of a level, or maybe he'll be, maybe he'll do something fun, you know, but I, I just, uh, his uh, work, I think, uh, you know, it's just they're not going to be able to utilize him in any real, like, in an action kind of way, you know. Yeah. It's going to need to be elsewhere.
0: His better role, if he's going to be anywhere near a wrestling ring, probably would best be suited at an all and where it's a nostalgia act of, hey, look, I'm here, and shaking hands and kissing babies type deal than trying to be in a weekly role, or even a monthly role if he was just showing up at pay-per-views with uh, yeah. WWE. That's true. So, yeah. Uh, I just hope Vince stays away from the whole Hogan thing. But the guy probably yeah. needs money. He got taken to the cleaners probably by uh, Linda years ago and hasn't recovered from everything. But he did win that uh, all that money from Gawker, so the guy d- yeah. is not hurting for money. I
1: hope he's, I mean, well, I mean, I don't really care regardless. I mean, I, yeah, no, I hope that nobody, like even my comments about Nikki and John Cena, like I don't wish anybody ill will. I hope, I mean, they're doing far better in life than I am. So who am I to say what's what, right? But, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, Hogan just, I mean, Hogan is, uh, it's not that he's not good for business. It's just he's not going to do anything more for business than what's already being done. You know, and so if
0: it doesn't benefit him, what's the sense?
1: Yeah, for sure. I,
0: I also stumbled upon, and we talked about uh, Brock Lesnar earlier, was the fact that the guy has not been pinned in WWE, at least for a title, in 14 years. And that was by Eddie Guerrero back at No Way Out. Like, how is this even possible is beyond me. he That was
1: the last time he was pinned?
0: Yeah, because even when he lost the uh, universal title, that was to Seth Rollins, but that was because yeah. Seth cashed in his money in the bank and pinned Roman, not Brock. So Brock might have yeah. lost the belt, but he hasn't been pinned for the title. And the last person to do that was at No Way Out, as it said, against Eddie Guerrero.
1: Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, that's, well, he's the beast, right? I guess that's just the way it goes.
0: I guess uh, his popularity or star power seems to eclipse everything that should be happening to him. Um, oh yeah, and I guess the last thing is uh, you brought up uh, Owen Hart and uh, just the other day marked the 19 years since he uh, unfortunately fell from the uh, rafters in uh, Kansas City and uh, fell to his death. So, any mm-hmm. uh, great memories of Owen Hurt that you'd like to share?
1: Uh, definitely. I mean, just, uh, you know, I w- was just watching res- uh, Royal Rumble 92 the other day <clears throat> with, uh, I think the opening match was him and Coco beware. Uh, or yeah, it was the two of them and in their crazy neon, like MC hammer genie pants, you know, <laughs>
0: um, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I mean, introduced my anvil. I think those pants got introduced by anvil when they were the new foundation and then uh, he left and he got put with Coco and and that didn't last long.
1: Yeah. No. He he was he uh, insanely yeah, my favorite heart brother for sure. Uh like in terms of just uh uh enjoyment factor of watching him in the ring, his uh um. Yeah, his heel turn, like when he won King of the Ring, and and just like you know sticking it to his brother Brett. I mean, that was such a such a believable storyline, and it felt incredibly real. Like it totally felt real.
0: Yeah, the spoiled Br- was brother the- who got out uh, shunned like, by his brother, and yeah, like yeah, his whole life. And uh and it was before the
1: Attitude Era too. Like it definitely had hints of what was to come for, for storylines, you know, because it was intense. Yeah. And uh and wrestling in front of their parents, you know. Uh the, the I think it was an Iron Man match, it was it was one hour Iron Man match.
0: Yeah, I think they did that, but they also did the uh uh Blue Steel Cage at SummerSlam uh ninety four. And the family was at ringside for that. And then, of course, you had the I quit match with uh, Brett against Backlund, where Owen pleaded for Helen to throw in the towel for Brett and consider Brett's health. And you always knew how to play his mom and his whole family against each other or, you know, make him seem like the sympathetic guy. and. And the two-time Slammy Award-winning Owen Hart. And he carried his Slammy Awards with him all, everywhere he went. Yeah. And,
1: but, you know, one of the... I guess, yeah, unfortunately,
0: ahead. the blemish on his whole career uh, would be the accidental uh, too-low tombstone on Steve Austin. But beyond that, his career, like, the hearts didn't go out to intentionally hurt anybody. And he was a famous river all the time playing jokes on everybody.
1: Yeah. And, and also respected and, and loved by, uh, I think almost everybody in the business, you know, when you hear the, uh, people shoot on, uh, on, uh, Owen Hart, it's, uh, always out of respect, out of, out of, uh, happy memories, funny memories, of course, like you mentioned there with the ribbing. So, um, yeah, taken way too soon, you know? And, uh, and I mean, I'm sure as you were like, I remember watching the, uh, the pay-per-view when it happened, you know, and it kind of left, well, I mean, you saw the look on, uh, Jerry Lawler's face, uh, you know, nobody knew what was going Jerry on. Jerry immediately like, like got up from the commentating desk
0: and got in there. Jimmy Corderas was in the ring when it happened. Uh, they were showing a uh, vignette of the Blue Blazer uh, wanting to go against or hyping up his match against Godfather. I was actually doing my uh, birthday party and Jonesy was there and we were having pizza and enjoying uh, the pay per view. And yeah, then all that happened and People question whether his show should have gone on or didn't. And people were in a wreck. Yeah. And then the next day on Raw was a tell Owen stories and just have fun night. And I guess um, one of the stories that came out of it was the night before the pay-per-view. Um, Owen and Jeff were tagging against Edge and Christian. And at one point, uh, Owen brought out a napkin and used it as a double clothesline weapon on Edge with Jeff. And Edge wow. Edge sold being clotheslined by a napkin.
1: That's
0: hilarious. And he uh, always used wow. to uh, rib his dad and get his dad geared up and call up people in the hotel and say that this guy's here for you and why aren't you here? And People would come down and want to kick the, their ass and the woman would be uh, sitting in the lobby, just laughing to see them uh, be all frustrated. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Uh, the downside is Martha, rightfully so, is angry over everything that happened, and even with the different lawsuits and that happened, she totally doesn't want anything to do with the business, and. Brett has mended his fences with WD and feels Owen should be in the Hall of Fame but Martha has the final say and she's not going to allow that I guess and I saw a picture of his son Oge who you can see him holding at the end of the Calgary Stampede uh pay-per-view from a few from like 20 years back 22 years mm-hmm. and now today Oge is almost a spitting image of his dad. Oh, wow. It's, it's amazing. So I guess, cool. yeah, unfortunately next year marks 20 years, but here at Scumbags mm-hmm. we want to pay tribute to Owen and uh, thank him for the years that yeah. we did have. And, yeah. And uh, hope you rest in peace still.
1: Absolutely. 100%. And, uh, and a huge shout out to the whole heart family and their legacy, because all of them have uh, contributed uh, like to the wrestling world uh, like no other.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, hopefully one day something will happen, and uh, Owen does get his rightful place in the Hall of Fame, but until then, at least we have uh, whatever's available on WD Network and other outlets like YouTube.
1: Yeah, the the longer they let it go, the harder it is to remember things, you know. So it's for sure, it's tricky.
0: So on that note, I guess we'll wrap up uh, this episode four of the uh, Scumbags podcast. Want to thank you, Nathan, for being a part of it, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, maybe do a special preview again of the Northern, and uh, maybe even total coverage if we make it to uh, do it live and thanks for joining me tonight
1: Uh, uh, thanks to the listeners who will be uh, checking this episode out
0: for sure have a good night
1: you too take care for now
0: ciao Thank you once again for joining us. We'd like to send a shout out again to Nathan for being part of today's show. If you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Facebook at Scumbags of Wrestling, over on Twitter at Scumbags Canada, and by email at scumbagswrestling@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Be sure to join us on the road to dresden as smash wrestling invades dresden and we have tickets for sale in the vip scumbag section just 20 dollars each there's limited quality left contact me to find out how you can be on board for just 20 dollars. and don't forget to take part in our scumbags wrestling t-shirt raffle signed by the stars of smash wrestling tickets are just five dollars for three or ten for ten all money is going to go back Cody Diener for his Giver for Charity program and this month money is going once again to the Rumball Camp for the Deaf. We'll see you next time. Enjoy the podcast. Thanks for making this a success.